Welcome back to Adventures with Bam. I'm Brent Billings. And I'm Maggie Billings. And today we're exploring Maggie's introduction to Bama and our experiences on the 2016 trip to Israel and Turkey. Indeed. If you are one of our like eight listeners and you haven't listened to Bama. Eight. There are I, I probably know. maybe dozens. Oh, wow. Look at us. We've really arrived. Um, Actually, on that note, we got uh, a listener email from oh. someone outside of our typical friends. Should we read it on the air? I mean, it's it's uh, from Terry Lindsay in Kokomo, Indiana. Okay. I will be meeting him and his wife on the turkey trip here in a few months. Wow. Did he have any um, feedback or questions for us in the email? He said he's been enjoying listening to it and it's nice to get to know us better. Wow. And he wanted to know if we're both going to Turkey. Nope. <laughs> but you have been to Turkey, which is what we're talking about today. Indeed. So it's a very appropriate email. To Closing read. that loop. Closing it. This was from a few weeks ago by the time uh, this episode comes out. But mm. yeah, anyway. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So if somehow you have made your way to uh, this podcast and haven't listened to Bema or are not aware of it, um, yeah, that is Brent's um, main <laughs> use of time. <laughs> main use of time. <laughs> it's uh yeah it's a great podcast you should probably listen to it um brent why don't you give like a truncated uh, explanation of it it is an exploration of the bible from a cultural historical and eastern context jewish perspective and you get an idea of the entire narrative of the bible if you go through the primary portion of the material, which is sessions one through five. Right. And you and Marty started this podcast, what year? 2016? 2016, immediately after we got back from this Bama trip that we're about to talk about. Yeah. So a little background on that. So Bama was a um, class that Marty taught. And um, when we moved down to Moscow, um, it was, I guess it was a couple of years before you got into the class, right? Yeah. One year he had started in 2011, the first iteration of the class. Mm -hmm. And then in 2013, when he started the second round, that's when I got into it. Yeah. And the class itself was like a two year thing, right? Yep. Four semesters is totally academic calendar specifically geared to college students. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Lots of, I mean, the same, same type of content as the podcast is now, but it was done in like a class discussion mm -hmm. sort of format. So, um, three days a week for like an hour and a half per yeah. class. Yep. So when this, uh, opportunity to start going to this class, uh, came up, um, it was the four of us, as we discussed, I think in our last episode living in the house. So it was me and Brent and our friend Seth and Anna and, um, I think Anna was working nights and Seth just kind of magically had the space in his uh, school schedule um, that the three of you were all able to go to that class. And Brent was like, oh, you got to come. It's so good. But it was like in the middle of the workday, like there's no way. Um, but the three of them, you know, after class would be home talking about, you know, what was discussed and sort of processing and asking questions. And I was kind of always like, I have no idea what you guys are talking about. Like and I'm always skeptical. I feel like, yeah, always, which I tend to be. And I don't, I which think of that fine. as a feature, I, not a flaw. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> My skepticism. And I think part of that is like trying to convey 90 minutes of discussion and teaching down to a couple of minutes after having heard it for the first time. 
Yeah. Not that good at it. It's hard to pass on. And uh, the content too, if you are unfamiliar with it, like if, if you're, if you're an American and you've grown up in sort of American evangelical culture, which I did not grow up in, um, but you know, I feel like my exposure to Christianity up to that point um, was a certain way. You know, if you've grown up in the church a certain way, and then all of a sudden you're getting blasted with all this, like, oh, actually, <laughs> you know, here's how here's how people talk about God in the part of the world where Jesus is from, and here's what this teaching of Jesus actually meant in its historical context. Like, sometimes where those lessons lead is very challenging. Um, so I think skepticism is a normal and healthy response to a lot of that context. Um, for me, I'm like, I need to chew on this myself. I need to fact check this. I need to like dig into this before I'm willing to just hear and go like, Oh yeah, that sounds cool. <laughs> Cause a lot of it, like, I don't know, like they, they'd come home with this stuff and be like, Oh, did you know that this verse doesn't mean like the way that this has been applied in all of these sermons, like actually like doesn't track historically. Um, and sometimes that's just a cool, fun fact. And other times that has implications that require like a change in thought and like the way, the way you think about people, the way you think about whatever people who are walking with God, people who aren't walking with God. Um, and those challenge or those changes can be, um, very difficult. So yeah, skepticism, I stand by it and I support it, <laughs> but yeah, so they would come I, home. I have no objections to your skepticism. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm just throwing that out there for people. Um, but yeah, so they would, they would come home from these classes and basically, um, uh, if I understand it right, Brent, you can correct me if this is not accurate but um the format was you'd have this two-year class and then marty would lead a trip of uh or to israel and turkey and basically show you all these places where like okay we talked about this here's where that happened and here's a little more info and you could kind of like walk through and just learn things more experientially that you've been learning about for the last couple years is that right yep yeah so the you know, the 2013 fall 2013 through spring 2015 was, was a full cycle of Bama. Mm -hmm. And then you had one year to prepare for the trip to raise money for it if you needed to, or whatever, mm -hmm. um, do all the, the, uh, lessons and study the geography and everything and then go on the trip. So, yeah. Yeah. And, um, so coming up to that trip, um, I think, I don't remember what ordered, but, uh, Seth and Anna, um, we're going to be going. And then Brent was offered a, like a spot as a, I don't know, chaperone's not the right word, admin. A co-facilitator. Co-facilitator. Mm -hmm. um, and Marty had enough people register for the trip that he was able to take a, a facilitator with him mm -hmm. and offer the spot to me. And then it's like, oh, the three of us are going, what about Maggie? And she's like, there's no way I can't get August off work. It's yeah, like a blackout August. month for her job. Mm -hmm. And thankfully her boss <laughs> had previously been on a trip. Was it Marty's 2014 trip? That yeah, she went on it was. Or? She had, she had been through the, the last round of the class and had gone on the last trip. So she was already, you know, understood. <laughs> and I think how it was, I don't remember you. So Brent used to go on walks every week with my boss's um, husband 
Um, so they were always chatting and I think you brought it up to him, right? Like, Hey, you know, the rest of our house is going on this Israel and Turkey trip and Maggie can't go. And I don't remember. So I don't remember if he was like a bug in her ear about it. And then maybe Marty called my boss and was like, yo, yeah, probably some combination of that. (laughs) Probably. But she, I don't even think I asked her to go on the trip. I think I probably had mentioned in passing, like, yeah, they're going, but I didn't have my heart set on it. I, I wasn't expecting to get to go. And it wasn't, I feel like a lot of people have like Israel on their bucket list. And I wasn't that way. Um, maybe I should be because I love history, but it just wasn't you know, it wasn't one of those things. I was like, Oh, I really want to go to Israel someday. So, um, but yeah, one day she was like, so do you want to go on this trip? And I was like, well, I mean, yeah, I've like the opportunity, but I don't know if we're going to be able to afford it, you know, all this stuff. And she was like, well, you know, if you want to go and you can make it work, I think you should go. And I was like, but August blackout date rules. And she's like, rules are meant to be broken. (laughs) So, um, yeah. And then, the funds kind of like the trip really got dropped in my lap. Like the funds came in. I think when we mentioned to a few people like, Hey, we're going to try and go on this trip. Like people were just super generous and we're like, here's, here's a chunk of money to go toward that. So yeah, long story short, I ended up going on this trip with, uh, so little knowledge. <laughs> um, like I had not been to the class, um, and just, didn't have the context for a lot of the conversations, but, um, yeah, it was, I feel like it was 19 days. Yeah. Something like that. Back then the trip was a combined trip to Israel and Turkey. Mm -hmm. And so today's trips are like 10, 11, maybe 12 days, depending on how you're counting travel and and whatnot. Um, And it's either, or you either go to Israel or Turkey. Right. So, but back then it was basically three weeks. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I, wasn't really sure what to expect besides hiking. I knew that hiking was going to be a big part of it. It wasn't going to be us, um, you know, just pulling up. We we definitely spent time on a tour bus, but it wasn't going to be like, hang on the tour bus, get out, see a site and get back on. Like it was a lot of like, you know, you're going to be in the bus for a couple hours and then we're going to get out and you're going to be hiking around for five hours. Um, so I knew to expect hiking and then I knew to expect um, to kind of be in the dark in general. Um, Marty had been clear about like, Hey, this is not a trip where you have a detailed itinerary, um, where you know where we're going. Like you're going to get up that day and not know what we're doing that day. And part of that, the purpose of that was this, um, concept of learning to trust your rabbi and not always knowing what the next step is or what to expect. Like trust that your rabbi is going to, um, tell you ahead of time, like what to pack. He's going to, it's going to make sure you have what you need. Um, but you don't need to know every step and every detail of what's coming. Um, which is fine with me. I don't, whatever. I'm, I'm happy to (laughs) let everyone else handle the details and I'll just show up. So, um, yeah, but content wise, as far as the teaching, so much of it was new to me and it really was like, just being sprayed in the face with a fire hose. Like the information was just so incredible and so challenging. And I try to take notes as much as possible and try to take pictures and um, add captions to those pictures. So I remember later, like, why did I take a picture of this rock? Oh, uh, here's why. And I think weeks, months later, all the pictures start to look alike and blur together. 
Um, Because every day there's just, you're seeing so much, you're learning so much that it's good to document as much as possible. But um, yeah, I feel like I came away from that trip with a lot of, yeah, just a lot of new um, new content to process and chew on that everyone else who had done the class had kind of already chewed on. So it, it gave me a lot to like think about and process. And then after that, so after that trip was when Marty had decided, Hey, instead of just doing this class format, thinking about switching to a podcast thing, you know, release the teaching in podcast form and then still do a discussion group, but everyone's listened to the podcast at that point. Um, and that's kind of when Brent um, was like, if you're going to do a podcast, I'm going to do it with you. <laughs> yeah. I'd heard Marty's recordings before and um, yeah, I, <laughs> I figured I, I had some things to offer. <laughs> Brent's, uh, yeah, just very techie and into podcasts and I think has a high, you have a high, um, high bar for quality for these things. And yeah. Yeah. So as far as the trip, what was your, what was your favorite part of the experience? Oh my gosh. How can you even ask me that question? Favorite? I feel like you got to like narrow it down, man. Um, Do you feel like the... <laughs> requirements for hiking and walking lived up to the expectations no i don't but (laughs) i get why like i think so we walk a ton um and i understand that that's not a normal lifestyle for everyone we have one car and everyone thinks that's weird and it is weird whatever it's fine Uh, (laughs) um we have one car and part of that is because moscow's so small that we can walk everywhere and we like walking everywhere um like it's nice to have the exercise and the outdoor time just like built into our day. Um, so yeah, I mean, we definitely trained. I tried to walk more and hike more in the months leading up to the trip. Um, and there were a couple hikes that were definitely harder. I could have done with more elevation training for sure. Yeah. There were a couple hikes that were, that were rough. Um, I feel like most days though, it was, it was not hard and it could have been worse. Part of it too, was the weather on our trip was, um, I wouldn't say mild, but for Israel in July and August, um, unusually mild. I think the highest temperature we ended up seeing, we had somebody who was carrying a thermometer around with him. And I think the (laughs) highest temperature we ended up reading was 105. Yeah. Which, yeah, it could have been a lot worse. But we still, on the first first full day, uh, like a third of our <laughs> group got a heat quarter. St- a eight, quarter. Eight people. Eight people on our trip got heat stroke on the first day. Part of that, too. I mean, it was hot, but it wasn't that hot. I think a lot of it was it's the first day. People are jet lagged. They're tired. Like, And then you're just, I don't know, you go from idaho or wherever else in the states to just like hot dry desert in israel and you're walking around so yeah was a but then after that i mean pretty much everyone was fine i had one day a few days in where i got really like bus sick do you remember that i'm not a car sick person i remember sitting at the back of the bus being like I'm going to throw up. This is going to happen. And I think I moved to the front of the bus because I was like, when this bus opens, I'm going to need to be the first one out that door. And I I think two or three times, like every time we would get, and it wasn't unusually windy or anything. I don't know what it was. Something just wasn't sitting right. But every time we um, got on the bus, I would feel sick. And then we would get out and I would throw up somewhere. <laughs> and then I would be fine and continue hiking. I feel like we made one or two 
quick stops for you to just throw no, out real quick? No, no, we didn't. Did not. Mm-mm. Yeah. We talked about it though. We talked about it. Yeah. Cause I was concerned. And I think I asked Marty like, Hey, this is probably going to happen. Are we going to be able to stop the bus? And he's like, I don't think so. Like, can you puke in a bag? And I was like, probably, I can probably puke in a bag. Um, but luckily I didn't have to. The Lord had mercy on me and waited until I was on uh, ground that was not moving. But anyway, that was not my favorite part of the trip. No. <laughs> Just a little added tidbit. Um, man. Okay. So top of my head, I feel like one of the most impactful parts of the trip for me. The other thing is I don't want to spoil it. I know that like Marty's big into like, don't, don't tell all the details of what you don't have to talk about where something happened. Just talk about your takeaway. That's maybe. kind of the point though. Okay. I don't know. If you're going on the trip and you want to avoid spoilers, here's the spoiler horn. So in Turkey, <laughs> on one of our last days, we went up to Hierapolis. Is that right? Is that what it's called? Am I remembering that right? Mm-hmm. And maybe maybe I'll leave some details out. So, it's, but you you hike past this through this area that is um, very touristy to get to the destination that you're going for the teaching. Anyway, the destination was um, where I believe Philip was martyred, right? Mm-hmm. And that area where that happened, like. You know, Marty talked a little bit about like, here's what happened here. And um, I think just gave some time, some space for everyone to like find a little spot, do some praying or writing or whatever you need to do. And I'm sure we came back and kind of talked about what we felt like the Lord was saying to us. But um, to be, for me, to be somewhere that obviously like martyrdom is such a, a huge heavy thing and also such um, like such a big part of our history as Christians um, to, to be there and where that happened. And I'm here because of that in part, like I am here as an American, you know, Christian, walking with God and trying to figure out how to do it well and trying to figure out how to live in community. I'm doing all this because these people thousands of years ago believed in this so strongly that they were, they were willing, they were willing to be put to death in horrible ways. And they were, they were willing to have their families put to death in horrible ways. Like it's messy and it's tough. And I cannot guarantee that like, I don't know if I was in that situation, if I would have like the strength and the faith to do that. Um, I hope I would, but also I hope I'm never in a situation to find out, you know? Um, but I'm here because of them and to be there and see sort of like, here's the lasting impact of what happened here. Um, and then we hike, you know, at the end of that, we hike back down through this again, like a very crowded touristy area that has nothing to do with that. Um, it's like a hot spring situation. So you leave kind of that like big sacred experience that, you know, there's not a lot of tourists there. It's not pretty. It's not comfy. It's not Instagrammable, whatever. And then you walk back through like 
the crowds of people who are on their vacations and relaxing and not that there's anything wrong with that, like go on vacations and relax. But for me, it was just this very, like the juxtaposition of there, I'm probably not wording this well, but to see the lasting impact of something that doesn't look pretty and doesn't look glamorous and doesn't look cool to the outside world, but has this lasting impact against this picture of like, ooh, luxury, like, you know, like the luxury looks fun and it looks cool and it sounds fun and it is fun a lot of the times. Um, and it's so fleeting, you know, so that was a big like I said, I don't know if I'm conveying that well, but um, yeah, just the that concept of like the value um, and the lasting impact of things that don't look pretty, but like they have a turn of value. The contrast is stark. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that was definitely my, I think my highlight of Turkey. Turkish it, bath? Oh, <laughs> Turkish bath. That was just enough outside of my comfort zone <laughs> i i liked <laughs> i will not be partaking in another oh you mean when you go this summer? yeah um is that because i won't be there just because you're like i'm good i did it once both <laughs> yeah i'm it's a it's an experience i i think i do like especially when i travel i'm like yeah this is uncomfortable and we would never do this pretty much in the states um but like if that's a thing here like i'll try it <laughs> to an extent um turkish bath it was a cool experience i'd do it again i'd probably be maybe just as uncomfortable but like <laughs> i don't know this is how we grow right <laughs> um i yeah that was cool okay so before we get into israel actually <laughs> i want to pause this episode for the week and we'll come back next week and we'll talk about israel does that sound good sounds good okay yeah, kind of doing it backwards from the way the trip goes, but you know, whatever. We had more things to talk about than we anticipated. Well, and Turkey happened more recently, so it's that's true. Slightly fresher. Slightly fresher. <laughs> yeah, you know what? We may end up getting Israel and Turkey in the next episode as well. Who knows? Who knows? Okay. Talk to you soon. Ciao, ciao.